In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Joe-Man. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 256 of the Card Joe Mez podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always is... I'm Joe of the Car Joe Mez podcast. Hey buddy, how you doing this week? Gomez, I am having just the most wonderful week that has ever been weeked. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Uh, it's very interesting because we just set a new record for most downloads in a week after that last episode. Oh, thank you everyone for downloading the show. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, so thanks to everybody who has been stopping by, listening, downloading the episodes, smashing that subscribe button, following along everywhere on social media at Card Jomez. Please remember to continue to listen to this podcast and share it with your friends because... That's how we get really rich and famous, and I am all about getting really rich so I can quit my real job and then live a life of luxury. Honestly, I just want to like spend all day in the pool on a float and taking some of the water from the pool and just putting it in my belly button and then poking it and making it splash. Sitting on a float and splashing that water in your belly? Boy, that does sound good, man. Can we retire and do that? Let's let's do that, please. Regardless of whether or not we're rich and or famous. <laughs> yes. Uh, I've been having a week too, bro. Uh, you, you boy, the kid here. Last time. I, not, whoa, 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 whoa. Not just any kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the new metal kid. The new metal kid. Well, the new metal kid has a, a gripe coming up. But the first gripe of the week is uh, last episode I talked about. Oh, by the time you listen to this, I'm going to be rocking out to Full Out Boy. Woo! Well, guess what? That didn't happen, everybody. Oh, but why wouldn't that happen? That you had your heart set on that. You... And if you dream of it, anything is possible. Well, I, I was Kevin Garnett <laughs> told me that <laughs> anything is possible. It's the best. So, yeah, so we were ready to go. We had we looked at tickets. We were like, yeah, let's spend this much. Let's do this, okay? And then I don't know. I decided to to go on on the Twitter, and I noticed people talking. Full Out Boy, they pulled out of the show. They canceled like five hours before the show. Gomez, honestly, that's like an owl without a graduation cap. It's unbelievable. It's like absolutely heartbreaking. Just unbelievable. And uh, yeah, sucks. And I almost went to Boston to see the show. Like I was going to make a trip of it. Like, oh, we haven't done oh, anything. Why would you ever go to Boston? Just to drive and do something, you know. Go see this thing at Fenway. I thought that'd be cool. See the concert at Fenway. I, I gotta go to Boston in two weeks, and I'm just like, yeah, Boston. <laughs> what are you doing in Boston in two weeks? Uh, I will be going to the live show for the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Our next one is in uh, Boston at Kowloon's. It's like a uh, Chinese restaurant. Apparently, very famous Ooh. for uh, all the people in the area. It's like another hot spot. That's cool. So uh, I'm looking forward to just uh, going to hang out. 
See, so that's fun. You're hanging out. So Boston won't be yeah. the worst. You know, you'll have some I fun. mean, it, it won't be the best either, <laughs> but here we are. I'm not a big Boston fan. Uh, are, are you a fan of the city? You know, I've been a couple times. I mean, it's okay. It's nice. It's nothing great. Like, that. that's what I mean. Like, I, it's it's okay. They have uh, like, legal I, marijuana I is nice. That's good. Oh, is that a thing there now? That is a thing. Recreational marijuana is legal, so that makes visiting there a little better. Mm. <laughs> I said a little. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just I, I am not yes, you, eligible you to cannot partake. partake. It happens. So. I understand. So Fall Out Boy canceled, and I looked at the set list the next day. I'm like, oh, well, I guess Green Day and Weezer probably played extra. Nah, they played their same sets. So I'd be kind of, oh, yeah. I'd be pissed off if I went. Gomez, you got to remember, Green Day and Weezer are both 50 years old now. <laughs> They're like, we, bro, we have our set. We cannot add anything. I'm sorry, folks. Seeing Green Day and Weezer today is the equivalent of seeing the Rolling Stones in the 90s. Oh, my God. But you could still see the Rolling Stones in 2021. That's the crazy thing, too. But, I mean, in 2041, <laughs> that would be the equivalent of seeing Green Day then. So that didn't work out. But there was another concert coming up this weekend that I was looking forward to. As you... Oh, don't tell me Demi Lovato did too many drugs again. That would be heartbreaking, but not surprising. But, no... The new metal kid was gonna go see Limp Biscuit. Oh, yeah! But they canceled too. They canceled their tour. So, <laughs> so it's I, just. I, it's... I, I know you are Mister Fingers on the Pulse on the internet. Which of the Fred Durst memes has become your favorite? Like, which old white-haired celebrity do you think he looks like most? I just got to say, I love that Fred Durst is just, he's getting this this little splash in 2021, all because he's not wearing a red cap anymore. Obviously, he can't wear yes. that red cap anymore. You know, he made it famous first, but some other jerk-off ruined it for everyone. So for everyone. So I guess maybe that is why. Yeah, I never thought of that. That's maybe why he's got this hair. Like, I got to do something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, like. Like in the wrestling community, they keep posting memes about how he looks like Jeff Jarrett. He does uh, look like Jeff Jarrett. It's so good. <laughs> I'm Fred Durst. Ain't I great? <laughs> oh, man. Fred Durst, I love you, bro. Please stay safe. R double E D. My goodness. So, this is this what we're living with. He, they can't, both of these people, they canceled because of COVID. Uh, Fred Durst just is like, oh, COVID's happening. We're not dealing with it. Fallout Boy, I believe someone in their uh, their group, not the band, but like the crew members, had got the COVID, so that's why they canceled. Um, Isn't it amazing that in 2021, Limp Biscuit is a socially responsible band? Right? right? They're like, guys, I don't want anyone to get sick. We can't have this. I'll see you next year. It's pretty amazing. We all saw that Woodstock movie that they talked about on the Car Joe Men's podcast last week, and we are not going to be in the COVID one. That's right. They're like, bro, listen. The PR firm says you should really cancel this tour, bro. <laughs> Good for Limp Biscuit. So, you know, no Limp Biscuit, none of this. We're supposed to go to Hershey next week, and uh, it might be raining on the days we're going. So I'm not having a good week here, Joe. Oh, goodness. Uh, that's terrible. I'm sorry to hear that. But I think possibly maybe there is something I can cheer you up with. Oh, I mean, maybe give it a shot. Our good friends over at Netflix 
have released some news to say that they will be coming out with a new show uh, based on the Addams Family. Oh, yes. I I know you saw this. It's going to star Luis Guzman and Catherine Zeta-Jones. And I don't know, like, Addams Family, I felt was like a big thing. Like, when we were kids, like, it got, like, the hot comeback. You know, it had Nintendo games. It was, like, a big deal. There was a cartoon. Yeah. But, like, were you, like, an Adams Family guy? Because, like, I wasn't. Uh... But I knew, I, like, I had an age-appropriate crush on Christina Ricci at the time. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, I want to say, you know, like, I watched it because you just watched things that were on TV back then. Because it, it, yeah. it is what it is. Like, it was nothing else on. So I've I've watched it a couple times. Same thing like the monsters. Like I watched it a couple times, but uh, the movies I saw them. I like the movies. Uh, it's on cable once in a while, and I've I've caught. I think it held, they hold up, but uh, no, nah, like I really wasn't. They uh, came out uh, twenty nineteen. They came out with a cartoon of the Adams family. They brought that back, and uh, that was cute. I I liked it. And another like one, like an animated show or an, an animated animated movie. An animated movie. Uh, came out and a new one is actually coming out this year. So they already pumped out a sequel, real quick. Wow, I was uh, completely unaware. I was, I was more excited because I love Luis Guzman. I love the cast. I think it's great. I think both of them are perfect because the show. For anyone who doesn't know, it's a show about Wednesday, uh, grown up, a little older. So oh. to have, yeah, it's it's actually I think it's called Wednesday. The name of the show. So she's the focal point, and so these these characters will be in the background, I'm sure. But to have an older Gomez and Morticia, I I love the idea. I think that's great. Now, have the He-Man fans uh, climbed into the chat to complain about a woman being the focus of the show yet? <laughs> no, but uh, maybe soon. Who I I don't think people oh. care enough about this. Do you? <laughs> uh, no, I I didn't see it getting. Uh, a lot of burn, but, uh, you know, I did see it mentioned. I think also this is a Tim Burton production. I think he's in charge of this. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. I think I did see So that. I guess people will have some interest because for some reason, Tim Burton is still a thing that people are excited for, which is just wild still? to me. Bro, he's still making movies. Last year, his last movie he made was Dumbo. He made he was the live-action remake Dumbo. That, that's what he did last. Really? Yes. I never watched it because I never saw it either. I like Dumbo. I wasn't Dumbo, really but interested in all those live action remakes. I've only seen Jungle Book, honestly. I didn't see Lion King. I didn't see Aladdin. I didn't. I saw Aladdin. I think there's one I more. I saw Jungle Book. I think there's one more I didn't see, but yeah, I haven't really because like Beauty and the Beast. We saw. Oh yes, we saw Beauty and the Beast. So like, and which, but that was terrible because of the way they depicted Gaston as an actual <laughs> bad guy. The nerve of them. Like I don't think they've they've ever seen the source material. Well, you know they they are making a a show on Disney Plus with your boy Gaston. And is it called Gaston? I think it is. It's it's a show about him and and his little fat friend, Josh Gad. Oh, uh, Lafou or whatever. Whatever, Josh Gad. I don't know whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, the, the heroics of Gaston so coming to Disney Plus. I, I don't know what and the it's show's like about. Gaston wrestle, rescuing orphans. I guess. And like like like. Handing out food at the soup kitchen and going off to war and single handedly fighting the frost giants to keep his the town frost safe. Frost giants. <laughs> wow, that's very. I didn't know he was that. Uh... The heroics <laughs> of Gaston. <laughs> Doo -doo -doo. 
So yeah, they Done. just Disney Plus sign me up. That just proves to you that content, content, content. Because besides our double main man Joe here, who is asking for this show? I mean, every, Gaston is a hero. But they, I, I, I don't know how many times we have to rehash this. I know, but, the, but there's too much propaganda man, out there. There's too much. The man, <laughs> Gaston, local hero, Gaston, war hero, probably saved the whole country during, I don't know, the French Revolution. <laughs> and he comes back to town where the, the poor bookish girl has been kidnapped by a mean, angry, hairy beast. That is and true. she develops Stockholm Syndrome, and he goes to save the day. And what does he get for his troubles? Killed! Murdered! <laughs> at the hands of this villainous beast. Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> These are all real facts. The documentaries are out there. I seen it! I cannot, uh... I can't deny what you're saying. Honestly. <laughs> it all makes sense when you when you put it that way. I agree, Gaston. He he really didn't do anything bad. I mean, why wouldn't he try to save Belle from this terrible creature that kidnapped her? Like, obviously. He's the only one in town with a set of balls on him, ready to go and, like, get this poor old man's daughter back. He wants that family to be together. Gaston believes in family. Oh. Family first. Oh, it's all about family, bro. Oh, I love Unless it. it's breakfast. You know, like, maybe sometimes he thought you meant, like, what's first in the day, <laughs> not just, like, first in general. I love Gaston talk. <laughs> it's very niche audience, but, hey, we bring it. If you want Gaston talk, come. Come to the Card Joe I mean, podcast. I, just, I feel very strongly about Gaston. <laughs> but, again, I want someone who heard what you said and tell me it's not true. Everything you yeah. said is true. It's it's undeniable. You're spitting facts. I am, I am the teller of truth, the facilitator of facts. And when I come here and lay down the story of Gaston, I hope you accept it at face value. This is not fake news. This is not a conspiracy. This is not a government cover-up. This is what's actually happening. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I do love Gaston talk. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm dying over here in my shed. Is that where you want to die? <coughs> uh, not really. <coughs> it's kind of hot. No, I. <coughs> yeah, I wouldn't. The shed wouldn't be where I want to die. I mean, I don't. I don't think you want to die anywhere. So. Well, I mean, I physically I cannot die, so I I will never have to make that decision. I'm too rare. This world needs me. You're one of a kind, Joe. All VD over there. Unfortunately, uh, I don't know if I could say the same for you. So I may. This may just be the Car Joe podcast somewhere down the line. Hey, whatever works. I'll uh, I'll record some future episodes, some sound bites. I'll do like a oh, like a like soundboard, sa- saving himself <laughs> in the helmet. <laughs> Like, oh, what do I need? And you just put pieces together. Hello, I am Gomez. This is episode <laughs> five, six, two. It'll be like the uh, Iron Sheik soundboard, like fucking bullshit. Exactly. That's all it is. 
My goodness. Tony Takaloni. <laughs> How's the Iron Sheik doing? I, I, haven't, I haven't heard much from him lately. I uh, haven't heard from him in a long time. Uh, well, I should say I haven't really, I haven't seen him in even longer. Uh, last I heard, he wasn't doing very well, but he's still hanging in there. And every now and then I see something posted where he's doing like a private autograph signing. But uh, even before COVID, he had really stopped making towns and doing appearances. Uh, I mean, he's getting up there. I mean, the man was in bad shape 30 years ago. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can only imagine. But I always, I always love Shiki. I have some, uh, some great memories being around him, especially uh, for a long time. He associated me with weed. I love it. So, so whenever he'd see me, he'd be like, "Oh, Shusi baby, you have green medicine for Shiki." <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, you've lived a life, Joe. No one could ever take that away from you. No, I've. Uh, I've pretty much done everything there is to do outside of a uh, crochet. I mean, and everything past 30 has been all gravy, right? I mean, you. No. Um, I think the secret to my success and longevity is just the fact that I've never realized that I was in my 30s. <laughs> That's one way to make it work. Like, if. It's like one of those things. Like, I heard a story once, and this is a true story. So I, me- I meet this woman, and we're, we're talking at a bar, and this is years ago. And she's telling me uh, about her nephew who lost his arm in some kind of accident, mm. which is a horrible story. Terrible. Except that it has a happy ending. Oh, I hope so. I mean, why would you bring it up? The arm grew back. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the lizard man? What do you do? What? <laughs> this woman was adamant that her nephew's arm grew back because Gomez. Here we go. Because nobody told him it couldn't. <laughs> man, there's some needless people out say, there. <laughs> needless to say. I bought that woman lots of drinks that night. <laughs> oh my goodness, it grew back. That is that is a true story. Everyone, please keep that in mind if God forbid any of you <laughs> listeners to our podcast ever have an accident, please remember no one tells you you cannot grow your limb back. <laughs> if you believe, just believe hard enough and any like I, my hair is growing back as we speak. <laughs> Look at us saving lives, Joe. <laughs> I'm like Doctor Shepard, and it's a beautiful day to save lives. Who's Doctor Shepard? Isn't he from that fucking show that Pete loves? Well, like Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know nothing about. Is that McDreamy? I don't know. I don't know yeah, nothing. It, I've never watched one second of that it's show. It's the one. Isn't he the one that was um maid of honor? The movie Maid of Honor. Yeah, he was he was the guy, but he was the woman's maid of honor. But the movie wasn't called Maid of Honor, like M A I D. It was called Maid of Honor, M A D E, because his his intestinal fortitude was honorable. He was made like physically made of honor, <laughs> like built in a laboratory of pure honor. 
Uh, have you ever watched Grey's Anatomy? No, I have not. It's one of those things that I've heard so many people talk about for so long that I feel like I should jump in at some point. But now it has such a voracious backlog of episodes that it's kind of intimidating to start something that like in depth. I can't believe it's something that's like still on. Like it's like season seventeen. It's it's bananas. I think it's past that at this point, legitimately. Holy shit! Uh, I've only seen like. Uh the next week on or stuff like that if i was watching something else on uh, it's an abc show so I, I don't really watch that very often but the fucking trailers it was the most dramatic show i've ever seen in my life and i've never seen it but it's like if you can think of something crazy it probably happened in that show oh, i got to check it out now like i i just i just love drama and saving lives and Heroic shit, you know. And yes, it is Patrick Dempsey from Maid of Honor. Maid of Honor. From Ma- Maid of Honor, yes. Yeah. Mc- but like Maid yes. of Honor, built of honor, but, built for honorable. And that is who I was thinking of, McDreamy. He was also uh, Loverboy, right? That uh, that sh- movie from the 80s. Like, like the Billy Ocean song? No, the, uh, oh, Can't <laughs> Buy Me Love? What is it? He's in... Uh, Ah, oh, one of those eighty things. Come on, you love eighty movies. What do you? Uh... Yeah, he like his one. Like he's got a famous. Is like he's the pizza. Is that the one where he's like the pizza boy and he gives sex to the old ladies? Is that him? Wait, what? <laughs> oh man, you never seen that movie where there's like a pizza boy, and he the ladies call for like a a pepperoni pizza, and that means they want sex or something. Gomez, that was a website called Big Sausage Pizza, and it hasn't been around for years. I'm telling you, that's a movie. Hold on. Are you talking about Can't Buy Me Love? But I don't know if that's about pizza. Hold on. I'm telling you. I mean, he's in an outcast. An outcast secretly pays the most popular girl in school $1,000 to pretend to be his girlfriend for a month. No. That's what Can't Buy Me Love is. 1987. No. Hold on. Okay, so that's not the one we're looking for. No, this is He's... it. It's lo- it's called Loverboy. It's starring Patrick Dempsey. I'm correct. It's from 1989. Uh, you order extra anchovies, and that means that you want to have uh, sex with this uh, gigolo boy who's the pizza boy. <laughs> All right. Well, um... <laughs> Look for my number to be posted on social media <laughs> at Car Jomez and um, order extra anchovies if you want a little uh, little shoes in your store. Oh man, I haven't thought about that movie. It stars Patrick, uh, Carrie Fisher, Christy Alley. Oh boy, so who's who of eighties? <laughs> oh yeah, you know, for someone who I feel is very famous, his IMDb page is very mm. unimpressive. It's true. Like, I always remember him from that movie, and I guess Made of Honor a couple years later, he made, like, a comeback or something. But, yeah, I can't really think of anything else this guy's in. He's just McDreamy. Like, we're not, we're not going to play the IMDB game with him. No. But just, just, so, just so we know, Grey's Anatomy, obviously, is number one on his list. But then next is Can't Buy Me Love, Enchanted, which oh, that's, I, I've never seen Enchanted. That's good. Have you? Yes, you would like that. I think they're making yeah, a second. I, I like think that. they're making a second one too. You would like that. But in the fourth spot is Transformers: Dark of the Moon. <laughs> okay. Like, if that's on anyone's IMDb page, I am sorry. 
You're telling me this was better than Made of Honor? The man was literally Made of Honor. Since we're talking about IMDb, last week we talked about The Rock. And we started off talking about how much we love The Rock. But after a few minutes, we kind of realized maybe we don't love The Rock as much as we thought. (laughs) Yeah, it certainly seemed that way, didn't it? So I wanted to jump on IMDb here and look at some of his movies because I I think we're going to say we like no more than four or five movies at the most. That's pushing it. See, it doesn't feel... That doesn't feel right, though. You know, like, we've loved him such a long time. Like, I feel like it just, something doesn't compute here. I, I agree. But we saw, we went over a couple of them, and we were like, eh, eh, eh. So, I'm looking here. Let's start from the beginning here. We'll do a simple thumbs up or thumbs down. Yes. Here we go. So... The Mummy Returns. That was his first big thing. He was... Mummy Returns, thumbs up. Absolutely. <laughs> he was the Scorpion King. But that's not The Rock's movie. So... It's not his movie. He's in it for what? About eight seconds. Eight seconds. Something here called Long Shot. No clue what that is. Hold on. Long Shot. I gotta get... He plays... A, it says Mugger. So I'm, I'm guessing he just kind of did like a quick little thing. Yeah, okay. Next we have... He was the star, the star of the Scorpion King. Scorpion King was 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 okay. It was fun. Uh, all right, I'm gonna give it a thumbs down. So you got to you got a thumbs up. All right. I'll go with thumbs in the middle. Okay, then I'm fine with. Now it. this is the first banger, the rundown. That rundown is fucking up. four thumbs up, bro. The best. Then he came back with Walking Tall. Eh. Eh. I'm not I'm not running to watch it. The rundown I'm gonna watch yeah. again. Walking Tall, no. Be cool. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw he's, it, but he's in the he's okay. He's not he's a, not he's in it enough, ensemble right? Ensemble cast, yeah. exactly. So no, Doom, fuck no. Thumbs down. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> Southland Tales. He has a portion of the movie. I'm not gonna count that one. Grit. I've never seen Gridiron that. Gang. So here, the Rock starts doing. He starts doing his family movies. This is the family movie yeah. time. Uh, no, I can do. That's a no. Uh, he was the game plan. Eh. No. That one that one was eh. Get Smart? No. I don't even remember him in that. I, I guess he had a small role. Agent 23. Race to Witch Mountain? Nope. Nope. The Tooth Fairy? Yes. Okay. It's fun. I'm still going to say I, no. I, I don't, I don't remember fairy. it enough. So, but that's okay. You... He, he's a hockey player. <laughs> yes. And... And he knocks out people's teeth. He's a big... So that when he comes on the ice, the whole crowd goes, tooth, tooth, <laughs> tooth. Uh, the other guys. Okay. Not really He's not movie. really in it enough. So, no. Faster. Do you remember this? Where he's just, like, a, driving a car. He, like, got out of jail. No. No. It's, it's okay. Again, okay. So, so far, we've done seven years of rock movies. And... I'm only giving one thumbs up. I think Joe got two, maybe. And a lot of S. But here, here's the turnaround. Fast Five. Absolutely. Fast Five, bang. Fucking ten thumbs up, bro. Amazing. Then he's yeah. in Journey 2, the Mystery Island. Now It's okay. I, I don't believe I've seen this movie. But if I remember correctly, not only is The Rock in it, but also my quadruple main man, Luis Guzman. 
I think so. This is a so, sequel. Thumbs up. Uh, our double main man, uh, Brendan, Brendan Fraser, was in the first one. So that's good. I don't really remember the second one. So, I, I again, eh, snitch. But if you're telling me that on paper this has The Rock and Luis Guzman. Yes, I get it. Thumbs up. I don't, I I don't think it. you need to watch sure. it. Sure. You just know it's good. We got snitch. No, not good. No. G.I. Joe Retaliation. Nope. Empire State. I don't even know what that is. He plays nope. a detective. Now, this movie, I'll give a thumbs up. Pain and Gain. Do you remember that movie, Joe? Uh, that was with Marky Mark. Marky Mark and, uh, and him, and it's a uh, Michael Bay movie. I'm a fan of this movie. Um, I remember it being like, it's just, it's okay. Like, it's I like they're, it, uh, hate it either. they're like bodybuilders, a workout guy, and they try to kidnap someone. It's, it's good. I'll give that a thumbs up. Furious, uh, Fast and Furious 6. Uh, not so. Thumbs up. It's good. I think 7 was better, but it's okay. My, my, my thing with the Fast and the Furious movies is I know what I'm getting into. Sure. I agree. And I don't, I don't need the most well thought out plot or character development or anything that makes a story cohesive. I just need (laughs) fast cars like cool catchphrases and explosions, and they deliver each and every time. Uh, so we got Furious 6 and 7, so you're going to give 7 a thumbs up too, right? Absolutely. All right, 7 is great. And in between that was Hercules. Remember that? He was Hercules. I remember, if I remember correctly, that was the one he got hurt at WrestleMania. Yes. Right before he had to start filming Hercules. Yes, he did. <laughs> Uh, then we have San Andreas. Did you see that one? It was okay. Garbage. It was all right Garbage. if you like things blowing now, up. <laughs> hold the wheel right here, Pat Sajak. We got time for another round because I see the next one on this list. Yeah. It is Jem and the Hologram. And he plays himself, apparently. <laughs> I saw this movie in theaters because I love Jem and the Holograms. I do not remember him in this movie, but also this movie sucks. That's sad to hear. And I, I just want it out there how disappointing this movie was. And the fact that they left it on a cliffhanger to come back with the actual villains in the next one when they knew for a fact there was no way a sequel was <laughs> they ever going to be Every fucking thing's like, we got to leave it open for a sequel. Gem and the holograms. What are we doing? Because, like... The the villains in the original TV show were the Misfits, and they're like the evil girl rock band. And the thing was, they weren't in this movie at all until the very end, where of all people, it's Kesha who oh. comes walking out as Pizzazz and utters like the line, and it's like oh, that's amazing. The Misfits are gonna be there. This is gonna be so. Oh. And then like, but no, the movie is terrible, and nobody went to see it. Oh. It had literally like. Just about nothing that made this movie, like that made the show cool during the 80s. I totally forgot that it was a movie. I was like, oh, that's right. They made a gem in the holograms. Oh, man. All right. So we're winding down here. We got Central Intelligence. Remember that? That's with uh, that was good. Kevin that was Hart. That's funny. So, all right. So we passed the, the over under mark here. Moana. He's a big part of it, obviously. Thumbs up. Fate of the Furious. You love yep. him. So you give it. Baywatch. This was a big miss. This had oh, all huge. the makings of, oh, this is going to be the shit. 
Zac Efron, The Rock, come on. And it was just a truck. I mean, it was it's terrible. Terrible. It's it's one of those situations where I think a fun cast did cover up a lot, but at the same time it was still terrible. My goodness. Jumanji. We all loved Jumanji. Great movie. We thought Jumanji was good, yeah. Rampage. Did you see that Rampage movie? And it was a thumbs in the middle. I didn't. I didn't hate it. Skyscraper, Wait, thumbs down. Thumbs down. I need to see that. <laughs> and then Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, thumbs up. Thumbs up. I didn't really like that one. I mean, it's it's not the best, but like I said, I know what I'm getting into. All right, so we liked a lot more than we thought, but we also did not like a but, lot of his stuff too. But that's the thing. We look at The Rock as like this super duper can't miss megastar, and there are a lot. Of, there are an awful lot of misses. It's basically here. like one out of every three or four he's hitting, and if you don't count the Fast and the Furious franchise, he's in big trouble. That's true. That's a really good point because I have I am a Fast and Furious apologist. Yeah, it's four movies because, there. <laughs> yeah, and and because there are way more good Fast and the Furious movies than there ever have been Star Wars movies. Um, <laughs> you know, it just it just lends itself to boosting someone's portfolio mm. as as where the people from this new generation of Star Wars will never be heard from again. Damn, shots fired on the Star Wars people, damn. Yeah, let me know when Finn gets another role. That's not nice. He does have other roles. He's been in other stuff. No, he hasn't. Pacific Rim, that was a big movie. Remember the robots? They fight <laughs> monsters. Sure. <laughs> what about Ray? Is is like is Ray a star now? No, she's not. She's done a couple things, but no. John Boyega's at least done some things before, and uh, he'll he'll do some things. And then Paul Dameron Star- is a is a person who people love. People love that Isaac Isaac. See, Isaac. It's just that Oscar Star Isaac. Wars is like WCW. They don't create stars. <laughs> it's true though. Speaking of creating <laughs> stars, Gomez. Yeah. We watched a movie this week. Oh boy, did we? The. Uh, Big new release last week was the Suicide Squad. Not to be confused with Suicide Squad. This one has a duh at the beginning. Don't know if it's a sequel, re- reboot. Kind of just uh, another movie here. Released in theaters yes. and HBO Max. I just want to say your description of how to differentiate between the two films. I'm hearing it's a lot of people having trouble. <laughs> it, it just reminds me a lot of... Wayne's World, where they have the video game guy on, and they go, can you tell us the difference between Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man? And he goes, well, she has a bow in her hair. (laughs) This is becoming a problem. All these remakes and sequels, they're kind of just calling them the same thing, like uh, Scream 5 is coming out, uh, I think at the end of the year, maybe the beginning of next year, and you know what it's called? Scream. I hope it's called Scream 5. No, it's called Scream. But there's already a scream. But then this is—it's just—it's it, this is a thing that is happening, because the name is in scream. I don't know. I guess they don't. The five makes it less appealing. But if you're, well, how about keep screaming, <laughs> or something, right? Scream, keep screaming. That makes sense. Yes. Never, never stop screaming. <laughs> so yeah. Scream until you can't scream no more. 
I've heard several people complain about, well, what is this movie? Why would you just put duh? And and is it a, a sequel? Or did the first movie happen? It's annoying. But who cares? We don't care about this. Now, I, that actually brings up a question I have about it, and I'm Ooh. hoping you can answer it. Sure. Is this a sequel? So, yes, it is. It's kind of like a, it's a soft sequel reboot. It is also a reboot. They, they want you to not remember the other remember movie. The, the Will Smith one. Yes. Like they, but there are characters, obviously they bring back characters from the first one. So it's like, oh yeah, I remember this. So it's just, it's, for me, it's very confusing. Uh, they didn't do so good in the box office, but again, it's free on HBO Max, so people are making a big deal about it, but it's free, and COVID is kind of starting to surge again, so it's understandable, but it's yeah, a big deal. It's not like, even the oh. case. I get it, because it's not like you had the option of like a Disney movie where you had to pay for it. you had to pay for it, so that's different, yeah. I, and at that point, like, if you want to pay the 20 bucks and stay home, great yeah but a lot of people may look at it and go i'll wait you know what i'll wait a couple months it's no big deal not not only that but if you want to see it you know what we're gonna pay 20 bucks why not pay 30 for the two of us to go see it at the movie sure and and get a day out out of it and get some snow caps and maybe a cherry cola and I, i don't know maybe if we're feeling froggy we get some swedish fish because those are pretty good and and then after that maybe there's like a moe's southwestern grill nearby because i like that queso and we could go get some chips and queso i don't know does that sound appealing to you is that something you'd like to do i don't know hit me up um so i could see where the box office would be off with this because if it's free free is for me yeah exactly especially coming off a movie now the first movie made a lot of money but i just think because when it first came out everyone was the trailer was amazing it's one of the best movie trailers that's ever been made because that shit got you hyped and it was fucking piece of garbage that movie and, terrible and the thing is it, it got you hyped and it was following the paint by numbers approach that guardians of the galaxy had just laid out because if you remember no one gave a shit about any one of the guardians of the galaxy before that first james gunn movie it comes in it's it smashes hits on all levels becomes a big hit so dc comes out try to do their version of it but doesn't have the people in place to make it work. And it ended up being... I still think the main villain of the first Suicide Squad movie is a giant extension cord. I have well, yet to be proven <laughs> otherwise. I'll say this. So you say they didn't get the right people. I think they got... The actors are great, I think. And, you know, Will Smith is great in the movie. I think Margot Robbie is great in her Harley Quinn roles. Yeah. But... Everything else about it, like they made some no, good choices, but my the goodness, the script is bad, the editing is bad, the pacing is but bad. so like it just doesn't flow. But it's not necessarily about the casting with this movie, with with DC movies in the past. Yes, casting has been an issue. With this one in particular, it wasn't so much the cast, but it, I mean, it just wasn't a good script. It just well, wasn't do you, well executed. Well, hold on, Joseph. See, I, I'm sure you don't know about this. Um, you don't know that this is like another. Snyder, I, I know yes. Snyder cut situation like this is the air. So who was the guy that started this version of the Suicide Squad? The uh, Suicide Squad. David Ayer, I believe is his name. A Y E R. Uh, yeah. So he was the guy who was the emergency goalie in that Maple Leafs Hurricanes game. <laughs> so, like his real job is like a Zamboni driver, right? <laughs> 
he makes lots of movies. Uh, I don't think you've probably seen any of them, but uh, maybe you have. Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. So he's made, uh, did you see that movie, End of Watch, with the cops, with nope. Jake Gyllenhaal? Then, no, you haven't seen anything. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so he claims. Hard pass, David Ayer. He claims that his movie was chopped to shit and that the final cut is not his vision at all. It was demolished in post-production. And he, he, he's has said this for a while. And once the Snyder thing took full effect and worked, it then turned into, well, let's get the Release proper... the air cut now. Yeah, let's get the proper Suicide Squad. And who knows? Maybe it's better. I know you don't agree. I thought the Zack Snyder Justice League was way better. It doesn't need to be four hours, but I thought it was better than what we got originally. So maybe it's the same for Suicide Squad. But who cares? Whatever. I don't think it's going to make a difference because you still got Jared Leto as the fucking terrible Joker and you have villains that you can't... I mean, unless the villain is totally different, I remember it being so dark and like you said, we couldn't see what the fuck was going on. Like, maybe don't be an extension cord. Be like a tuning fork or something. I don't know. Something more vicious. something, Something that will inject fear into my spirit and soul. Not an extension cord. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with that extension cord? Just just don't walk near it. So I, I seen all those PSAs in the 80s. You stay away from down wires. So the movie made tons and tons of money. So obviously they were going to make a sequel. Margot Robbie's been in a couple movies now. Coming off of Birds of Prey. So, you know, they're keeping this thing alive. Uh, our double main man, James Gunn, had gotten fired for making... Uh, well, not making. He made these jokes, what, 10 years ago? They were dug up. It was the cancel. Now, that's trying to cancel someone when you just randomly go through someone's shit and try to get them in trouble. That's some bullshit. Yeah, like that's... Like that's... Hey, listen, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I can't wait till we get to the point where like literally everyone and their mother has been officially canceled because that's what it's going to come down to. I've yet to meet anyone in the world who hasn't said something stupid nobody's or perfect at some point in their life and it has nothing to do with being perfect it's just that your your thoughts and your ideologies evolve as yeah of course sure yeah, everyone makes a mistake saying a, a silly joke especially back then we talked about it the 90s the, uh, the 2000s it was yeah. crazy so he's making these jokes in that time and uh, so you know whatever he got fired like, i say all the time to like people I work with and and associate with in real life, I am so happy that most of the dumb things I did have not been recorded on Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter because that didn't exist when I was in my formative years. And that has probably saved me from a a lot of shit with going forward in my life. And we had a lot of stupid people who would have recorded every single thing and put it up. So... Yeah. That shit would have been out there. <laughs> so he got fired for stuff like that. And DC swooped in and was like, hey, bro, please make a movie for us. And he made The yeah. Suicide Squad. And God it's bless. a movie that seemed ready made for him. An ensemble cast, lots of characters, uh, action based story. Like, it seemed ready made for James Gunn, who has been fantastic with his Guardians of the Galaxy stuff and also the parts he directed on the Avengers movies. And so, 
James Gunn is known for being, uh, he's silly, he's crazy. Uh, he came up with uh, Troma, for people who know Troma movies. Mm-hmm. He made a Troma movie, so he has that sensibility. And let me tell you, Joe, this guy made a $150 million Troma movie because I don't know if I'll see a movie that's more bloody and gory all year. And all I watch is horror movies. My no, goodness, was, this movie. I was actually su- surprised. I don't know if I would say pleasantly surprised, but I was surprised at just the overall uh, tone of this film. It was uh, not that I thought it was bad by any means. I, I had a good time with it. It's just there was a lot in there that I was like, oh, really? Oh, we're, 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 we're going to that level now. Okay. <laughs> it is crazy. Uh, what's the movie about, Joe? Real fast. Suicide Squad. Basically, a bunch of uh, incarcerated villains are freed on the premise that they carry out this mission on behalf of the U.S. government, and they will have time taken off their sentence. But if they deviate from that plan at all, there is a chip in their brain that will cause them to uh, explode on sight. So they basically have to work as a team, complete the mission, and then go back to prison. That's right. So... To talk about this movie, it's really hard to be not spoilery because so much happens in this movie. So, just real fast, give an overall just thought of the movie so for people who, who don't want to have spoilers. I mean, it's a bunch of superheroes I never heard of who are going to do a bunch of action movie type bullshit and fight a giant kaiju monster. Yeah, pretty much. It's fun. If you think you're going to like this movie, watch it. Now let's get into spoilers. Holy yeah. shit, Joseph. This movie. <laughs> the name is Suicide Squad. You, you, a problem with the first movie is no one died. Like, they didn't really kill anyone. They killed one guy at the beginning as a joke. And then the whole team just kind of stays intact. So, in this movie, James Gunn said, well, we have a mission that it's a suicide mission. Let's kill some people. Boy, oh boy, do we kill some people. There is a very great bait and switch at the beginning of the movie where they show off a team a suicide squad team who you think is going to be the characters uh, you've you know, seen them in the trailer so you you know these some of these people they're like oh okay so this is what we're rolling with here and within the first five minutes of, of the movie they're all killed off and it shows you that hey there was actually another team who was actually the basis of this movie they were on the different side of the island and this first group was just there as a diversion to get killed that way they could free it up for the real guys. Brilliant. Amazing. Very uh, good. Especially when you look at the people who were playing those characters. Oh, yes. A, uh, Castle, my man Nathan Fillion. <laughs> and you had uh, Harley Quinn as part of that team. And yes, Pete Rick Davidson Flag. from SML. Rick yes. Flag, best known for RoboCop. Joe oh, yes. I, I always forget he's the new RoboCop. Yes. He's yeah, still waiting for that sequel. I think that reboot, and I will go to my. It's good. No, think, it's good. I think it's that different, but good. Is very underrated. Yes, it's that's the thing. I don't want the same movie. I want them to try something different. So yeah, try something different. That's what we want. It's fine. It's a good little movie. Uh, I always forget he's there. Yes, he reprises his role from the first Suicide Squad. So again, yeah, you're supposed to connection. you're supposed to know who this guy is. Also, they yeah, brought back. I would back... say he is the Russell Crowe of the D of the what is it the uh, the Dark Universe DC EU the, the DC EU is that something it? DC Extended Universe I believe yeah, yeah. He, he's the Russell Crowe he's the oh. connective tissue here. oh the Russell Crowe. 
And uh, they bring back Boomerang Man, who was also in the first movie. Oh, I, I feel like I have so much of that first movie blocked out. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. It's understandable. Trust me. Other than that, I can't really tell you. Like, I know what the first movie's like about, but I couldn't really tell you anything else about it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, a couple other characters, an alien, the weasel that you see in the trailer is yes. uh, is in this. He's the first to die. Brilliant. Wonderful. Bit. Like, instantly. <laughs> like, it's wonderful. Uh, and so, yeah, all these people are dead except for Rick Flag and Harley Quinn. They get captured and stuff like that. And we move on to the next squad, which has the main, main characters that you've seen in the promotional stuff. Idris Alba, not Will Smith. He is not playing the same character. I think they probably wrote this script because obviously they want Will Smith to come back. They assumed Will Smith was going to be in it, and he was like, nah, no. man, not And then that. Idris Alba was like, okay, but I don't want to play Will Smith's character. So basically, he's the same exact character with the same kind of exact storyline, yeah. but with a different name. That's it. <laughs> yes, he's Bloodsport now. Yes. We get uh, Ratcatcher 2. Ratcatcher 1 is no longer with us, so this is Ratcatcher 2. R.I.P. Ratcatcher 1. <laughs> we have our quadruple main man, John Cena, as Peacemaker. Wonderful yes. man. We'll get to him in a second. We have Polka Dot Man, a silly character that uh, it really works. It's, it's, uh, it's interesting. And we round off the team with our double main man, King Shark. We don't use his government name like they did in that movie. No, no, no. His name no. is King Shark. That's it. Yeah. Get out of here. And that's your that's your main squad. And boy, so, what a squad. My question to you is, have you heard of any of these characters before this? Cuz you you're you're kind of a comic guy. You're more yeah. into it than I am certainly. Uh definitely King Shark. King Shark's my homeboy. Oh. Do you guys like went to school together? <laughs> we roll with the same crew. Like shark school, he uh, he's 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 become a little popular lately. He was on an episode of the CW Flash. They used him in an episode. He was also he has a major role in the uh, Harley Quinn cartoon show. Have you, you? I don't think you've seen that, right, Joe? No. It's really good. It's pretty amazing. It's like oh yes. I think you would get a kick out of it. It has the best version of Bane. You know how we love Bane? You're going to love him even more, bro. If you thought it wasn't possible, it's possible. Oh, well, thank you for the recommendation, brother. Yes, brother. He does that voice, brother. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. And so King Shark is on that show, and he has a, he's, he's a member of the crew. So he's kind of in this uh, Shark-assance right now. You know, it's, it's Shark Week time. Oh, but other than that, no. Peace, peacemaker, no. And uh, Idris Alba character is like, forget about it. Low, So low tier. Get out of here. These are mostly Batman villains, though. In the grand oh, scheme okay. of things, most of them are Batman villains. Some of them have branched out to fight other ones. But for the most part, this is, you know, Batman people. Batman people. The movie. Uh, so, yeah. James Gunn done it again. Taking these D-list characters and making you care about them god bless the man no and that's about really my biggest takeaway from the entire movie which like i'm gonna say i had a really good time with the fact that they took i don't know a dozen characters i've never even heard of before this gave them enough of a backstory 
we're able to individualize each Everybody, one. The, Everybody gets some time. It's it's pretty well done. Yeah, and, and this is where I think James Gunn really shines, is having these big casts, but being able to give everyone their moment or everyone their little shine spot. And you get to the point where you do have some kind of emotional connection to each and every one of these characters, and it made for a very surprisingly enjoyable film. Oh, I mean, it's uh, especially coming off the first one, this is like, woo! I mean, yeah, and quality of sequel. We spoke about it last Ooh. week. We spoke about it last week, and I was just like, ah, I guess I, I'm excited. Like, I'll watch it, but like... We we know what the last one was. The excitement was but, all James Gunn because other than that, I guess all oh, we would want to see John Cena on the big screen. But other than that, it's like, well, we like James Gunn, so I mean, I guess it's gonna be good, right? <laughs> Yo, and then they give you a little bit of everything. There's there's some comedy. There's some pretty good action spots. I Margot Robbie just kills this character. She's phenomenal. She's really John, yeah. Like I and I gotta say the interactions between the rest of the cast like this is like one of those things where i just felt like everyone just plugged in perfectly like a puzzle a puzzle piece and just everyone was able to roll off each other and keep it going really well like the rat catcher and the polka dot man and blood sports interactions with peacemaker like it was all like really well done great can we say it peacemaker is he the mvp of the movie Ooh. Um, cause he's John Cena was fantastic, and this is yeah. not even like being John Cena, Homer. Like John Cena was great, legit. I would have to say, as someone who is a John Cena movie enthusiast, uh, this is probably his best work since Twelve Rounds. Yes, definitely. Cause fast, the he was okay in the fast movie. You know, like he was all right. He doesn't have a lot to do in the movie. Yeah, so. there were a lot of movies where John Cena's there, and you're like, oh, cool, that's John Cena, and either, like, he's there because he is John Cena, or, like, he's just, like, a, you know, a smaller part. But, like, this was, like, he was actually in this movie, and he, he nails it. Like, he really does. Uh, it's probably, like, if I'm being honest, it's probably the best John Cena role I've seen since he was in Sisters with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Wow. Sisters with a wow, what a reference! <laughs> I I saw that movie. I did too. It's just been a long time. I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. Wow. <laughs> uh, John Cena's great. Uh, everyone's great. I don't think I Margot Robbie kills it. She's she's got the Harley Quinn. Like it's her third time doing it. She's got it. I hope she continues to do it. These movies, like we said, didn't make money. Birds of Prey didn't make money. So, you know, I, these people could hold it against it. Even though there's a pandemic, you know, they don't care. So, I, well, I don't Birds know. Birds of Prey was more an issue. I think people just didn't know what the fucking movie was. What, like, I don't know what Birds of Prey is to this day. Well, remember, they, uh, at the, like a week later, they changed the name to Harley Quinn. Yeah, like the emancipation yes. of whatever. Like, but yo, too late at that point. Definitely too late. No, it's true. Birds of prey. I don't know. Sometimes I think they they fall in love with their IP and just think every fucking body is supposed to know. I mean, come on, what are we doing? 
Um, Gomez, I, I, I do want to ask you about this movie. Do you have a favorite scene in this movie? A favorite scene? Um, let me think. What's your favorite scene, Joe? Uh, the one that stands out to me is when the Suicide Squad is like first uh, trying to hunt down to rescue Rick Flagg. They think he's been captured, and they go through this. It looks like the a camp, camp that you would see amazing. in like a Schwarzenegger uh, commando <laughs> yes, movie. Yes, that might be and the they best. Start, they start shooting all the guys. Like you, you don't even hear like a word. Yeah. And then they like bust open the door, and Rick Flag is sitting at the table with like the camp, you know, leader, and they're like having tea. And she's like, "Oh, I, I didn't know you guys were coming. My, why didn't any of my men tell me?" And now, like. Now that they've realized they just killed the whole team of good guy allies, everyone just looks at each other and is like, oh, uh, yeah, we didn't see any men. No, I don't know. Nobody there. <laughs> that that scene is great. That might be the best scene. So good. Uh, Margot Robbie's, uh, her uh, her scene with the, uh, the dictator, whatever guy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that whole scene, and then uh, her, uh, her escaping is, is great. With the guns yes. and the the flowers, it's it's pretty awesome. Uh, this girl and then picking killed up it. the javelin on yeah, the way out. So good, so good. Uh, I do think like as much as I liked Harley Quinn, I do think uh, like the movie just has to like stop what it's doing to get to Harley Quinn because she's like all the yes. way on the other side. That kind of like you know it's not the best way, but I get it. But uh, you know I don't have a lot of complaints, so that's a complaint. But it's like well I still enjoyed the Harley Quinn. It's just like geez, we just totally just. Harley Quinn time. Uh, also, I feel the trailer. I'm not always watching trailers, but the fucking trailer gives so much of of the money shots away. I feel giving away the uh, her, that she escaped and like they're coming to save her, and they're like, "Oh, you you were gonna save me?" I think giving that shit away was terrible. Like that's such that that's such a great part of the movie. And it's like you're getting ready for it, and but you know what's coming. It's like oh, but this is this this sucks. Like we shouldn't know that she's already out, that she's already free. So I'm complaining about yeah. trailers. I don't usually watch trailers. I watch the trailer. No, and I was I'm gonna angry. say I really don't remember like seeing a trailer for this. Like I'm sure I've seen like certain things here or there, especially because there was a whole digital marketing campaign behind it. But I mean, there was nothing that stuck out that actually spoiled anything in the movie for me. Sure. Yeah, I really don't watch a lot of like regular TV at this point, and so a lot, a lot of these things, you know, or even if I see like an ad on YouTube, I'm skipping after five seconds. Yes, I, I agree. Unless it's on videos on YouTube.com/slash <laughs> Joe Shoes, then you should watch the whole advertisement. So I could put water in my belly button. What you think of the big bad guy, the big giant starfish? <laughs> Starro, the Conqueror, right? Yes. <laughs> so, I I had no idea where this was going. Although, I will say, it was very cool. Like, visually, it was aesthetically very cool to see. The one thing that got me with this is, like, as I'm sitting there watching this movie, I start thinking, yo, I bet the government does shit like this for real. <laughs> <laughs> you think there's just some big giant kaiju... That we're There's trying. some giant starfish locked in some third world country that we never even fucking heard of yet. And one of these days, we're going to have to pay comeuppance for the sins of our ancestors. <laughs> oh, I believe. You put it past anything? Come on. Come on, no, bro. Anything is possible. Bringing it back. 
Uh, that's a real character, the giant starfish. People, like, lost their minds. Like, oh, my God, they, they, they're using this character? Like, what, this fucking character? So DC fans were happy with it. I love the uh, the way they dispatched of this, this monster was horrific and wonderful at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a lot to it there. And I, I honestly, the... As someone who's not a horror guy, like you admittedly are, um, I don't expect to see a lot of that kind of... I mean, it, it didn't feel like gratuitous gore, but just like to certain extents... It it's was very over the top. Yeah, and it wasn't really something I was prepared for coming in, you know, thinking I'm just going to watch another bullshit superhero movie. I mean, the yeah, uh, the movie starts, a guy gets his face blown off, Michael Rooker's head explodes, and his brain matter and blood turns into the Warner Brother Presents. It's pretty amazing. Yes. Like, it's like, holy shit. I mean, there was a lot of stuff like that where I'm like, oh, oh like, it's well true. then. I was, uh, where was I? I was, oh, there was a, a party down the block and Shiloh was over there, so I had to go get her. And people were leaving, and I heard one of the mothers say, Oh, tomorrow, uh, Johnny's friend is coming over. They're going to watch Suicide Squad. I'm like, man, these people don't even know. This movie is, like, it's pretty crazy. Great great parenting. (laughs) I mean, it's rated R, but you can't expect what you get from this movie. Definitely not. No, but at the same time, it's rated R for a reason. Oh, no, of course. But you see rated R, you see violence. I, I don't know exactly what it says on the bottom. I'm sure violence may be gore. You're probably like, oh, you know, people die, <laughs> not get impaled. King Shark rips a man in half the long way. It's amazing. Yes. It's yes. fucking amazing. And, and I will say that, I mean, I, I wasn't like first to market with watching this movie. So I had heard a lot of feedback by the time I got around to it. And I really didn't hear anyone complaining or, like, even bringing that up. Like, oh, this shit is ridiculous. It's gore. It's killings. The way they uh, blow people up. It was just like people were like, wow, this movie was a lot of fun. I had a really good time with this. And, like, none of that other stuff got mentioned. So by the time I see it, I still had no idea. Like, nothing was spoiled for me. That's great. I love that. You got to go in fresh like that. (laughs) It's so funny. Uh, yeah, most feedback I see is positive. Like, I, I really haven't seen... I've seen a couple people like, oh, I, I couldn't watch it. It's like, well, I mean, if you sat down and you couldn't make it through the movie because it's terrible or whatever, I don't know what you were thinking this movie was going to be. But uh, other than that, I mean, I've, I've seen pretty positive reviews, which is great. Maybe we'll get another one. I wouldn't mind another. I wouldn't mind another one at all, especially if... They're going to keep some of the same people in place, whether that's behind the camera, in front of the camera. I mean, obviously, they left off with uh, making sure we knew Peacemaker was still alive. Uh, They did kill RoboCop, but uh, we have seen in the past that you can put him together as a genetically altered cyborg. So (laughs) I wouldn't put that past them from bringing RoboCop back. And I, yo, I'm down for another one. In January, uh, the Peacemaker TV series will be out on HBO Max. I look forward to... Is that a live action? Yes, John Cena will be reprising his role. Oh, good for him. And I guess it'll play off. There's an end credit scene. 
that uh, shows that Peacekeeper is alive because he's presumed dead, uh, you know. And I guess they mentioned he has to save the world. So I guess that's what the uh, show will be about. James Gunn wrote and directed the show also. So uh, excited. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Because I don't really think uh, DC stuff coming up is... Uh, we got a while before we get that other Batman and... That's not even a part of this. So I don't even know if they're really continuing. I mean, they are. They're making Flash and Aquaman, but I guess they're resetting the DCEU. I don't even know I mean, anymore. I think, I think the last Wonder Woman movie was so bad Ugh, terrible. that they almost have no choice because that was really the only thing they had to hang their hat on. Well, um, I, like Aquaman wasn't bad. Shazam was, wasn't bad. Let Can we, you know? uh, can you rank these movies, uh, do you, what do you think? Do you know what these movies are? Let's see. I, if what, what would be number one? You think, is this number one for you? Or is there something else that would be number one for these DC movies? This is probably number one for me because while the, I you know, everyone goes to the Wonder Woman movie, the first one, but the Wonder Woman movie is only good by comparison to the other DC movies. The third act is complete trash and falls apart and becomes a shot-by-shot remake of Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, people like kind of look past that and they're just like, oh, yes. but wasn't it cool when she realized she was Wonder Woman? Like, yeah, it was, but <laughs> other stuff know, happened. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, there, there was another 40 minutes in the movie that happened after that. <laughs> uh, so I do think this is probably the best one. Uh, probably followed by Aquaman and then Shazam, in all honesty. I think those are probably uh, this movie. This movie, you'll see if if you ask most people, not Snyder Bros, regular people, I think it'd be this movie, Shazam, Wonder Woman. It'd be those three would be fighting mm-hmm. it out for the three, and then Aquaman would be that that next tier down. Uh, I love Man of Steel. I still enjoy the first uh, Superman movie. I did like Justice League. But no, this is definitely the best DCEU movie by a long shot, I would say. Because those other movies are fun, but I think this is I think this is a very good, fun movie. I Yeah, start to finish, I feel yeah. like this movie keeps you engaged. It yeah. keeps you... Just like, it makes you care. I, and that's what DC has been missing with so many of their movies. This one actually made you care about everyone involved. And... By the end of it, like when stuff was happening, I was like, oh, ooh, wow, zingo. You know, I made all of these noises in that order. That's how I did it. That's how I watch movies. But the fact that it kept me engaged for two hours for a entire cast that I had no idea even existed before I went to this movie, I think that's a success. Something uh, James Gunn is famous for. His soundtracks. What you uh, think of the the music in this? It was uh, it's fun. Adds to the movie. Again, he knows how to pick it's, these. It's things. It's just another time where, and now this has kind of become his staple, right? Yeah. Like this is what James Gunn does, and they tried it with the original Suicide Squad. Remember? Yes. And they it were didn't using work. The uh, Bohemian Bohemian Rhapsody, Rhapsody was the, the main one. Yeah. And it was a banging trailer. Yes, that's the trailer is great. But then in the movie, it didn't. None of it worked. Nothing. Where everything seemed so forced, and it was like, "Ooh, let's get this nineteen seventy seven song in a movie." And they just like put it there, and everything just seems so 
so plastic and manufactured. Like, it just, none of that movie worked for me. Whereas here, uh, it, not like this is the most perfect movie you'll ever see, no. but there has a, a very, like, real flow to everything. And everything's just moving along very nicely, very peacefully, keeping you there. It keeps telling you, hey, come here. Let, let's bring it in for the real thing. And you stick around because you want to see what's next. The uh, the soundtrack got me thinking, Joe. We haven't done a uh, a countdown episode in a while. What do you think of next week we do top five movie soundtracks? Oh, I'd love my top five episodes. So that one sounds... It's been a long yes, time. absolutely. Yeah. I think that is a great idea for next week. Awesome. So let, let, me, let me pencil that in here. Episode 275. We're talking top five. And All then right. why don't you hit some music for this? You got it, Poppy. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a man? Are you a man? All right, baby. What do you give the Suicide Squad on your main man standings? Yo, I mean, I've talked it up this entire time. Very happily surprised with what I got because even though I had heard good things, I still have that bad taste in my mouth from the first Suicide Squad, not the Suicide Squad, just Suicide Squad. Do not get them confused, (laughs) but I still had that bad taste in my mouth. It was the aftertaste. It was the Listerine burn, if you will. And this one pleasantly surprised me. I liked it a lot. I honestly do not have anything like that stuck out to me as something bad in this movie so i'm gonna give it a quadruple main man four stars i i thought it was good i can't wait to watch it again i'm with you four it's definitely four it was a great time uh all the characters are great the interaction between each other is is wonderful if you like violence boy do you get it it is a great time. My goodness. Four. Definitely see this movie. If you have HBO Max, watch it. Remember, those movies, they last, I think, three, four weeks, and then they disappear. So you do need to watch it now. Go see it. Woo. This week, um, this week the new release is a horror movie that you don't care about. And also that Ryan Reynolds movie, which is like a... Uh, Okay. Truman Show, but like a video game so thing. I, I've been hearing, I'm a Spotify listener, and I've been okay. getting all these commercials because I don't pay for it because I'm cheap. And you people sure. haven't subscribed to this podcast enough quite yet to make me rich so I can sit in the pool all day and afford commercial free Spotify. Um, Let's but please, get Joe Spotify. Please get around to that. Hit subscribe, share it with your friends. Um, there has been a lot of. Uh, audio commercials with Ryan Reynolds and then whoever the co-star is, and I'm I, yeah I don't it's, I don't know who she and is. I just keep saying like what's the name of this movie like over and over like I I feel like I can never catch it but I know something's coming out at some point and it's Ryan Reynolds and I usually like Ryan Reynolds he was one of the two guys from a girl with a pizza place and uh, obviously that um, made a big impact on all of us here in America. So I think I will do him the courtesy of watching this movie at some point. I don't believe I'm going to rush out to see it, but I do enjoy it. Yeah, that's the thing. 
I like Ryan Reynolds, but I'm not really running to the movies. And honestly, I would rather see the horror movie that comes out this week before I saw this movie. Yeah, so, like give me uh, Green Lantern 2, Electric Boogaloo. I'll go see that tomorrow. But, you know. You heard it here first. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm still waiting to see what happened now that Sinestro took that be- uh, the evil ring. Oh, man. I hope he doesn't turn bad. I mean, he wouldn't do that, right? I mean, would he? <laughs> if Mark Strong is playing him, then you know he's evil. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to uh, hit upon before I hit some other music? I think well, let's just go right to it. Let's do it. It is now time for the big Finish. All right, Joe. I got a big finish for us today. I can't wait. You ready? Top three American Gladiator obstacles. What were your favorite things that these guys had to do to beat these gladiators? Obviously, we don't. I don't know no official names, so we're just gonna be like the ball thing. You know. Yes. Uh, Unless you know the official names, you might. I don't know. But uh, here we go. Number one's got to be the thing where you're shooting the guns and stuff, right? You, you shoot the, the guns, assault. you throw the ball. The assault. The one with the tennis balls, with the cannons. and you, Yeah, the tennis. Like, that's got to be number one. Yes. Yeah. that It always looked like the most fun. Like, if, if I had to... To do these, I would want to do that. Yeah. That's fun. Um, I also love um, the joust when they're on the pillars and they have the, the jousting poles. And you got to knock the guy off yes. the pillar. Yes. Uh, that's a good one. so many. Uh, I like the one. I don't want to do this. This is just for my enjoyment. Watching them try to get the balls into the, the cylinders and they get fucking tackled. Like, holy Powerball. shit. That's the it's best. Set up like uh, like a five on a dice with the five cylinders, and you're running back and yes. forth trying to basically. Yes, yeah. I believe that was just. And a sometimes ball. they would truck these guys. Sometimes it was awesome. And, uh, and I, I listen. I love the wall. I when I the wall's classic. It might be number three. I, when I when I was a kid, I thought the wall was so cool. Like I always wanted to do that. And the first time I ever saw it at like one of those like kids' birthday party things, and it was like you can climb this wall. I was like, can I really? And let me tell you, boy howdy, did that not end well for young Joe. <laughs> Uh, that might be uh, the wall. Might be number three. I'm trying to think. What else was there? Hmm. We, but what other? Ga- I mean, obviously, there's more than four games. Well, Man, no. it's been a while since I thought about. What was the? Ra- oh, where well, you had to go across. Side to side. Yeah, um, that was a there good was a one. Yes. One. There's the one where like you go in the giant. Uh, like cylinder, you're in the big time circle, like is the, up. The hamster wheel. Oh, the ball. That's my number three. Where well, you got yeah. it, the hamster wheel one. That's my number three. Definitely. Uh, hang tough. Oh, I believe yeah. The, the one smoke. With the um, okay. That's uh, probably well, and it. And who can forget the eliminator? The big finish. The big finish is great. I didn't want to count it, but uh, the, it was it was the best going through that whole obstacle. And I got to tell you, American Gladiators, as, where we lived, it used to go on 
on Saturdays at 1 o'clock, which was right after WWF Wrestling. So you had wrestling was, was the lead-in for American Gladiators. It was like the best two hours of your mornings once you got like the past, best. like Saturday morning cartoon age. But like I used to be such a mark for like, oh my God, he's going to break the record Yes, time of course, Eliminator. of course. Can he do it? Oh, I love American Gladiators was the shit. Man. I have the uh, American Gladiators NES. I was just about to ask, were you down with that? That shit was hard. Oh, my God. I remember hating it. And, <laughs> and don't forget, American Gladiators was so over at one point that it had its own toy line. That's crazy. I'm surprised that's not a thing. That would seem like people love American Gladiators. Well, remember they tried bringing it back. It's probably over 10 years ago at this point where it was yes. on Hulk Hogan and Layla Ali as the host. That's right. Yes, I do remember that. I They did mostly the same games, I'm pretty sure. They probably added one or two new ones. I, I think where they screwed up with that, I think it could have been good again, but they tried making it like a primetime extravaganza yes. rather than just like... Hey, this is just like mind-numbing, you know, filler for you to just go well, about your day. Now, now if they brought it back, it's perfect because then it's just something that's on whatever, you know, it's on Peacock, you know what I mean? It yeah, doesn't need yeah, to be yeah. a centerpiece, you know? So, um that that came out in 2008. Wow, so long wow. ago. Uh, it says here MGM was developing a American Gladiators revival with Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg as executive producers in 2018. Oh. I don't even know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, so I'm on the Wikipedia. Here are the names of the events. Assault. Atlasphere. Yes. Earthquake. Gauntlet. Hang Tough. Hit and Run. Joust. Powerball. Pyramid, Rocket Ball, Side Swipe. What was Rocket I'll Ball? I'll click it. Sky Track, Snapback, Tilt, Vertigo, The Wall. So there's 16 things there. I don't know half of them. Tilt, I believe that was like the tug of war where they're on like uh, pillars that tilted back and forth and you're trying to, uh, you know, win the tug of war basically. Okay. What was the one you said? What the hell is that? Rocket Ball? Was that? Uh, oh, I remember this one. Rocket Ball, new event. Two contenders begin the match. Begin, begin the match at the corners of the arena. When each competitor presses a button, they are launched via their harness into the air towards the two goals in the center, and they have to try to throw the balls into the thing. Remember that? And the gladiators oh. like try to slap that shit away. So I don't remember it from Gladiators, but it sounds like one of those shows that they had on TNN after ECW on uh, on Friday night. Yes, swings, well, Swing Shot. Slam Ball? Swing Shot, it's called. It says it right here that it was a... a uh, I just lost it. It says it was... The event is similar to a version of the original series Swing Shot. So, yeah. Okay, I don't remember it being called Slingshot, but... What are you talking sure. about? I, f I feel like it was just called Slam Well, that's ball. something different. Yeah, that's something different. This is... Okay. Yes, I remember Slam so Ball. Slingshot's a, a, a completely different Yes, show, but I remember that. It was like basketball on fucking trampolines. Yes. They, thought that was, was they thought that was the new thing. It was awesome, but they were trying to make it like the new thing. 
Yeah. Oh, I said when it was finished, and we've been talking about other things. So I think we've actually did our big finish properly, Joe. It's been a while. Yeah, I I love to see. Woo, we're the best. My goodness. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Card Jomez Podcast. Remember to follow us on all social media at Card Jomez. Subscribe to this podcast if you will. Share it with your friends. Keep downloading and get us rich and famous. And maybe, just maybe, we'll uh, get you some 8x10s and stuff. That way you can send questions in or and we can give you some autographs because I know how much you want that Gomez autograph. <laughs> sure. I'm the Gomez154 on Twitter. And I'm the Joe Shoes on Twitter and Instagram. (laughs) We'll be back next week with a top five episode. Boy, I'm excited for this. Top five movie soundtracks. Woo! Yes, we always always have a good time with our top fives, so this will be no different. Mm. But until then, Joseph. Until next time. Peace! One, two, one!